on episode six of the podcast, Singing in the Chat Line. We have a special guest this time. We have Nicole Hayden, a.k.a. Friends of Nicole. She's a mover. She's a shaker. She's an innovator. She's a creator. She's an activist. She was an activist in the Breonna Taylor protest. She is the owner of the Selfie Angles Museum, and she is a mentor in the Mentorship 50-50 program. So creating that platform, uh, right now currently we're in JCPS. So I'm in JCPS and I do group mentoring inside of the school system. So when 2020 hit and we were out in the streets, you know, doing the protests, organizing, making sure this community was safe, but also standing up in the fight of justice for Breonna Taylor, I noticed that a lot of our kids were disconnected. They were disconnected, All everybody's on NTI, especially COVID and everything happened during that time too. And so I needed a way to connect with them. I needed a space to where I can feel like they can all come and hang out, still be themselves, but at the same time, once I get them in a space, I know I can educate them and inspire them, uh, inspire them along the way. So creating Angle Selfie Museum <clears throat> started, literally started out as an idea. I went uh, to Atlanta, went to Chicago, went to Vegas a couple times, and they had these big, huge selfie museums. And I'm like, oh, I like that. I'm a, a person who likes to, you know, put on clothes and take pictures, and of this day, you know, everything got to be content. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's TikTok everything. And I'm like, I can't keep up. And so, um, and so I had to, I, I thought about, I was like, why there's not one here in Louisville? And so what I noticed, somebody had started one, but it didn't have that, um, that urban touch, I would say. It wasn't, curated, you know what I mean, specifically are designed with us in mind, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So creating this space, I got with a friend by the name of Latour Michelle. She's an artist here in Louisville and a good friend of mine. And I told her my concept and my idea, and she brought it to life. And so I did a lot of work with Roots 101, African American Museum. And so I was looking for spaces, and he said, hey, there may be some space in a building uh, around the corner, you know what I mean, from, from our building. I was like, okay, downtown Louisville, a black girl like me, I probably ain't going to be able to get it. Like, they ain't going to let me sign the lease. And so I started out as a 90-day pop-up. It was a 90-day pop-up with the mind of, okay, I got 90 days to try to raise $50,000 so that I can create programs for these girls. Nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, nice. And so with that, it was like, okay, I just want to see if I can do it, what the community would like, would they, you know, would they like it, would the girls like it? Well, psh, the girls loved it. The community loved it. You know what I mean? So we surpassed our 90 days. It's eight rooms, eight to ten rooms, honestly, eight to ten installations in a space. And so you go into these spaces and you take selfies, right? You got your selfie ring light, you put your phone in there, you put your timer in there, and you just jump from room to room to take pictures. And so the rooms, again, they're curated with us in mind. So we got the old school room, right? Y'all like that. <laughs> the, old school, the, old school, excuse me. the old school room is like what our bedroom looked like when we was growing up. It's got a bed, it got posters, it got LeBron posters and Jordan shoe boxes and, you know, basketballs and a, and a real phone. Because, you know, these kids don't know what a phone is, you know what I mean? So, you know, it's so funny because, like, the other day I was, like, saying, call me. And the kids is like, call me. We doing this. And they doing this. Ain't that crazy stuff? But yeah, so it has like all these different rooms, a music room, a room where it has a wall full of African-American influencers dedicated to Beyonce and Jay-Z. So we have all these different rooms that kids that are relatable to us. They see pictures on the wall that look like them, you know? And so we have uh, workshops on Mondays and Tuesdays. Like Mondays and Tuesdays, we're closed down. The kids can come to our space for after-school programming. And then also kids who want to 
be uh, uh, music producers, uh, kids that want to make videos if they are singers, kids that want to do podcasts. Like these rooms are there for that. You know what I mean? But you're also learning information too. We have a classroom. We do summer programming, summer camps, winter camps. We do all of that. We just need a space where our kids can relate. Our kids ain't going to the community centers like we did. Right. You know, we was going to the neighborhood. They don't want to go right. there. You right. know. Right. You right. know, but right. they're in their phone. So how can we connect with them? Because what we didn't have when we were growing up, we we didn't know we could make become a millionaire off of TikTok. Right. You know what I mean? Right. These kids, they like bump college, bump right. whatever. I can go make some money posting some pictures and right. taking content. So who is rallying around those kids and help guiding them and directing them in a way well, to say like, okay, you can do that. That is a career. You know what I mean? I'm not going to laugh at you as our parents may have if we said we want to be a TikTok influencer. They'd be like, nah, go take your butt to college. Da, 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 da. <laughs> you know, but a lot of these kids are setting themselves up for the future through technology. Facts. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let me ask you this. Like, when the kids come in on Mondays and Tuesdays to the workshop, how does it go as far as, it, like, first come, first serve? Or do you sign up? Or, like, how do you decide who gets to come on those Mondays and Tuesdays? Well, a lot of the kids that I, you know what I'm saying, that I allow to come in on Mondays and Tuesdays are the kids that I already work with. Okay. Mm -hmm. So our pro the, the mentoring program is already in JCPS. Or in some other, we're partnering with a couple of other youth groups, such as, um, uh, uh, Roots 101, they got their own program. Uh, Young Prodigies, uh, T Made and his group. Uh, Parkland Boys and Girls Club is a good partner of ours. So, uh, Black Achievers. So, all these organizations that already have kids. And we come in, provide mentorship for them. So, then they come in on some of those days and do field trips. And then we do our training courses on those days. So, we pick our kids from the from the partnerships that we already have within community. We don't really open it up because I know once I put it on Facebook, you know what I mean, we, we can't service, uh, you know what I mean, everybody. But that's why we limit the number to 50 so that we have a direct impact on not only the children's but families and communities and the schools they go to as well. And can you yeah. go a little more in depth about what that mentorship program looks like? Like one on one with the one on one mentorship. Uh, basically, like I said, we partner with organizations that already have kids. Mm -hmm. So if you already got kids, uh, like I said, Black Achievers, they were My just there. Hey, she would. Yes, shout out to Black Achievers, William Young Scholars, Upward Bound, all them programs that we was in. <laughs> but. Um, but yeah, so we, we partner with them, and so again, they already have kids. So we'll say, well, because we're uh, this year we're only focusing on juniors and seniors. Mm -hmm. So we'll say we you got ten of your junior and senior, you know what I'm saying, girls uh, and boys now. But uh, do you have those? And we'll we'll provide them with one on one mentorship. Got you. Okay. So and then our mentors, they are all they come from like women uh, within my network, within yeah. the Friends of Nicole network. And these could be business professional women, uh, judges, lawyers, you know, the Central Connect. <laughs> Majority of them are the Central Connect. So a lot of us are doctors, lawyers, uh, influencers, fashion designers, yeah. you know, stuff that kids want. And we're still, you know, trying to figure out, like, what's the next thing you want right. to do? Right. You know, for right. us, college was just like, you go to school, the basic. Teacher, lawyer, doctor, right. engineer, right. you know, those those was career paths. It wasn't like, do you know you can be a creative, you right. know what I'm saying, a, right. a designer for a network and make this amount of money? Do you know that Humana may hire you just to come in to do their TikTok? Yeah. You know what I mean? But who's training these kids to do that? Right. And that's just what we do. Sweet. Nice. <laughs> can I talk about, like, what is your why? Because I've noticed in, Ooh. The trend, like, in the intro, you talked about how involved you were and, like, the Breonna Taylor protest, mm -hmm. Friends of Nicole. I knew mm -hmm. about that. You went mm -hmm. to Central. 
like what in the now what you're doing like what is the why why are you doing what you're right. doing and not before you get started mm -hmm. um, of course you know we've been family for years mm -hmm. but, you know just from afar we noticed like you make moves like you have known mm -hmm. the city yeah. people mm -hmm. know yeah. who yeah. nicole is like i told her for example last week when i cooked i did a show last week they said who's your guest next week i said nicole hey Oh, we know Nicole. The first thing <laughs> yeah. I mentioned was the 50-50 mentor. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So I was like, well, we got to get Nicole on. I can see mm -hmm. just that she's doing things that people just need to just get her story out yeah. and tell people how it came about. Yeah. Well, for me, it's, I mean, it's the foundation, you know what I mean? Central, you know, we all, yeah. you know, earlier yeah. today we were talking about our backgrounds and how we grew up and what neighborhoods and things like that that we lived in. And I mean, I guess that's my why, you know what I mean? It's community. Like yeah. basically trying to figure out, like somebody gave me a chance. Again, y'all know the stories from Central. We may not <laughs> tell everybody. <laughs> 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 you know, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> But again, that's a part of my journey. That's it a part is. of my story. Yeah. So it, again, I was that young girl who always had a voice that people always try to silence because they didn't know how to handle my energy. Right. So when I went to middle school and high school and I went to Central, it was like, oh my gosh, she's too loud. Her personality is too big. Why she's so extra? But they didn't realize <laughs> all of that played a role. Now that's how I, I make my money. Is 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 this? This is my why. So again, you know what I mean, and I will, you know, pay homage to Central because that, yeah. you know what I mean, that started that foundation. You know, when I went there, there were black teachers. Yeah. There were teachers that were giving us information about history that I didn't get at some of those white institutions that I went to in middle school. And well, not elementary, I went to Mill Creek, so I always had a black principal there. But like, you know, the traditional uh, platforms at some of these schools, they didn't give us that. Central was our HBCU. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? That, that was it for it us. Is. So yeah. when you go to schools, again, like I say, why it's important for young girls to see women who look like them, it was important for me to see people in a, you know, in a school system that look like me too. You know what I mean? I was I was a little wild, you know. I hung with some people that now, yeah. you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know that? Yes, yes, yes. So I rolled with a group of girls in high school, but the thing is, I, I can just give a, a quick story. Like I. I rode with a group of girls. I mean, I come from a family of strong women. You know what I mean? I have five aunties and, you know, two uncles, but I come from a, a foundation and my grandmother comes from strong black women. So I knew the importance of unity, community. I've always, our families always volunteered and did stuff like that. But in Central, the institutions, when they see that, it was like it was a game. If it's yeah, a group of girls yeah, yeah, hanging around yeah, each other, yeah, you know, yeah. when I was in high school, I had went to Africa. And when I had came back, I had brought all my friends, like, carry shell necklaces to say, you know, you a sister if you, if you got this necklace. But then it turned. Oh, you guys are a gang. Everybody that has those carry shell necklaces, they're a part of that gang. And if that's the case, why you don't want everybody to be a part of your gang? Why is it just y'all? And I'm like, because this is my family, this my crew. And so they was like, well, why can't we just let everybody be in it? So then when that's when they wanted the sisters to be an organization within Central. Yeah, yeah, and I can say now, yeah. the sisters is a, a legitimate organization in Central High School yeah. to this day. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Legacy. 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 You know yeah. what I mean? Legacy. 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 But yeah, so that's my why. You know what I mean? I just want somebody to be able to, like somebody poured into me, like the teachers, because I know we can name a few. Who who you think in Central like poured into? Mr. X. Mr. X, Mr. yes. X. No yes. Yes. yes, like I seen Mr. X. I Okay, Mr. X. 
he, I know he loved me, but again, I was bad. And so he put me out his class. I didn't get to stay. He said I talked too much. And so he put me out. Mr. X, I don't love, I love you. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, I will say, I seen Mr. X. I, I didn't get to, you know, uh, participate in a lot of the things. Again, he did because of my mouth. But again, I've always like looked up to him. Like yeah. he was on, like I still in my senior book have the folders that he gave us with yeah. all the black history yeah. information. Yeah. Yeah. The the live bowls that people yeah. went to and competed. Yeah. Yeah. But it was teachers that was radical. Yeah. And I would yeah. say, man, if I was back in the day, I knew I would have rolled with Mr. X. I would have been after, you know, I was going to be Angela Davis in this beat. You know what I'm saying? So doing the protest when I got the opportunity to, yeah. to do it, and I seen Mr. X. I know he was out I there. See, I see he was in the there. trenches. He yeah. washed yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was like, now, what, Mr. So, what protest is this? So, so during 2020, when the, when the police killed Breonna Taylor, you know what I mean? We all came together as a community. And, and that's when I figured out, like, if ain't nobody else going to do it, I got to do it. Nobody else, no, I don't, I'm not waiting on nobody to hand me a torch and say, you're the leader. I knew I had to use my influence and my power to do just what I do, and that's move people. So if I can just call up 10 of my friends yeah. or call up y'all what we need, or, okay, if the protesters are down there, I may not get out in the trenches and march, 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 but I can provide the water, the food, the, the locations you, you of were, the safety, you know. You were, you were pivotal in that. In that protest. Thank you. But I mean, did you get Tamika Mallory to come? No, no, I didn't get Tamika Mallory to come. I heard Tamika Mallory was coming. I heard Yandy was coming. And if you follow me, you know that a, a part of my pathway was entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Right. The entertainment world. So a friend of mine called and said they coming in town. I'm like, who's coming to my city? And I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. hold on. Like, again, they, you feel me? Like, I check don't in, know. Check like, in, for real. Check in. Because, again, I'm, I'm very protective of people that come into this space yeah, because sure. I've been on every on different spectrums where people can come and use Louisville because they look at Louisville as this little bitty, right. you know, market. Right, right. I'm going to come, you know, take advantage of them. I do what I want to do. But now I wanted to know, what are you guys doing? I didn't even know. I heard about Breonna Taylor, but, again, it was right at the pivot of COVID. That was when they shut everything down. So yeah. a lot of our focus was on that. And then if you're from Louisville, there's so much violence that go yeah. on and killing. You yeah. can't keep up. Yeah. You know, I heard about a police killing, but again, I just thought it was just another, yeah. you know, yeah. another yeah. killing. But it wasn't until I heard they were coming like, well, what is going on? Let me figure out what is really going on. So when they came, I got on a conference call. She set some stuff up. She came to the city the next day. Yeah. She, I was like, baby, don't nobody know about this. Nobody in my city knows no, what you're doing. No. And you got this big old march that's happening in Frankfurt. Who's, and you got who coming? None of my people know about this. She was like, okay, well, I, I, need, I need to meet with all the organizers in the city of Louisville tomorrow. Oh, yeah. say less. Yeah. Because that's what, that's what I do. I, you shut that so up. Like, you know what I mean? 72, 72 black women organizations came and met at Black Jockey Lounge to her, to meet who Tamika Mallory was, to meet who Yandy was, to meet who... Um, uh, what's the what's the lady's name? Uh, Portia. No, no, Portia them came. What's the lady who over, uh, over all the networks? Dad, I can't think of her name. Mona Scott. Mona, Mona Scott. Okay, Mona, Mona, Mona Scott. Okay. Yeah, so Mona Scott. All of these people came. All of these people I look up to. Like you know, they are in this space. You know, 
And I'm like, okay, so what are you guys doing? What do you need from us? My thing is always, what you need? How can I help? I, I can sit there and talk about who ain't doing this, and who, but what, how can I help you? Yeah. And that's just what I did, and it started from that. And Sweet. our relationship from day one, so anything that she had uh, via the city as far as organizing, putting together the donations that she's done, I just kind of organized yeah. that, the routes, and who to talk to, and, yeah. and just, you know, putting the pieces together. That's, you know, that's okay. for the most part. Okay. And how has that impacted you, that, that oh. entire movement? Oh. Well, it's still, I'm still in, we are still in the fight. You know what I'm saying? It is, I mean, honestly, it's mentally, it's draining. Yeah. You know what I mean? Again, I can really, you know, to some capacity, all the, the leaders who were before us, you know what I mean? Louisville, locally and nationally, the things that they have to sacrifice and do. You know what I mean? That's a whole book and movie within yeah, itself. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just that process. And we're still dealing with yeah. it. Like, I'm still dealing with some of the things that happen now. And, you know, my main focus right now is change. But what does that change look like? Because some people don't understand. Why was they out in the streets? What is that going to do? That's stupid. Like, what is, what, is the, what is the purpose of that? And then you have the, you know... Again, at that time, I was frustrated with black men because I felt like, you know what I mean, at times, you know what I'm saying, as a black woman, you always like, oh, y'all too busy trying to be the boss. Y'all want to be, y'all don't want to uh, take, take control. Y'all don't know how to let men lead. But I'm like, every time I'm saying, hey, I need some help, y'all yeah. let us sit there and stand on the front lines by ourselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. I'm just saying. 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 But at the no, seriously, at that time, I did. I was angry. I was angry, but I had. I sat down. I had conversations with my brothers to figure out why. And they was like, it, it, but everybody, do, whatever part you do, yeah, whether yeah. you're building community, right. whether you're building I mean, people everybody, financially, everybody has a, everybody has a role yeah. because everybody can't be out in the trenches right. in, on the on the front on the right. on the front ground on the front yards. But at the same time, it's like, what are you doing to elevate this community? Right. Right. But again, when I had conversations with them, I understood why because they said, as a black man, we are instant target. You as a black woman can get on the front line and nine times out of true, ten, true. you know what I mean? They're not yeah. gonna yeah. they're not gonna go directly yeah. to you. They're gonna yeah. go directly to the black man. Yeah. If I built myself, you know what I mean, and I put myself in position and I get out there and sacrifice all of that, I don't know if I'm willing to do that hmm. for my family, because I get my family still gotta I gotta provide for my family. Hmm. But if I go out there, then I'm risking it out. Yeah. So then I understood. I'm like, okay, but there's still a way that we could yeah rally around and uplift y'all to help y'all understand what well, these are ways that to, right. to, to support us. Yeah. I mean, the fight just has to transition. It is. Our respective ways of doing, yeah. like you said, building yeah. a business. Or yeah. Building a business. Yes, yes. All of that. Yeah. All of that plays a role. And I'm like, I'm guilty of it, you know, having these yeah. conversations. So now my focus on, I hear y'all cry. Yeah. I heard a black man cry. I, you know, doing the protest. Four protesters, two protesters got killed, and two of them killed yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? These are yeah, black yeah, men. Yeah. You know what I mean? So recently, yeah. No, this is, yeah. and when I say the traumas of protests, I'm still dealing with it. I'm in it, and I can't, t I can't stop if I wanted to. Yeah. I couldn't just say the heck with this. I'm going on doing something else. The ancestors hold me accountable. Yeah. So what am I supposed to do? So if I can educate child, get child on the same, you know, on the same page, and it's like, okay, this is what we can do. Okay. Okay. Question two: What do you think led those uh, couple of black uh, guys kill themselves after being involved in uh, all the protest movements? 
Ooh, that's a whole, that's a long conversation. <laughs> Just because I feel like as women, if we date back to, you know what I mean, when they took you guys out of the household, slavery, yeah. the whole nine yards, we've been conditioned to handle it. We take care of it. We don't allow you guys to see us sweat. We've been right. conditioned to say we got it. We we gonna handle it. So in terms of y'all, y'all provide us for the most part. But when it comes to the emotional stuff that comes with it, y'all fold. Some men don't know how to handle it, especially black men. They don't have the resources to say, I can't handle all of this. I may need to go talk to somebody. Mm. Women, we'll go talk to a therapist. I will sit around mm. amongst ourselves other and women. other women. Mm. And so, cause I, cause when I grew up, my, my parents and my family didn't call on a man for this. They called on each other. As far as like, if you need help with your elder Genevieve, if you need help with this, we get, we got it before it gets to the men. We'll try to take care of the problem ourselves. And so a lot of times that's what, yeah, but a lot of times that's what we do. And our men don't know how to handle it. So some of the men that was in position, it's a lot that comes with this. There's death threats. There's people that sit, the police to sit across, sit outside my house. There's police to call my phone. You know what I mean? There's things that that I deal with as a woman, but as a black man, you're constantly targeted. You know what I mean? You're constant. They're constantly targeted. Whether they 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 doing Trump uh, charges. You know what I mean? Charging them with felonies. But this person did. They they was after doing the same thing. But as soon as it's a black man, they they uh you know what I mean? They amped up their charges or whatever. So it's so many things that come in mentally. Most black men don't talk about mental health. We don't talk about that. Uh, you know what I mean? We, but but yeah. that, but these are the things that black men are facing. So when I say, how can I help you? I can help start these conversations to talk about how you take care, how you taking care of you. What are you doing for you before you before I ask for your help? Right. I want to make sure that you're mentally prepared to handle what I'm about to ask you because not everybody can handle that. This is a big thing. Yeah. Right. But again, if you just want to do your part, do your part, black man. But how can we support you? So right now, currently, what I'm doing is I uh, did a contract with the ACLU, and so when we're talking about. Um, Moving forward, my main focus is protest, policy, and politics. At the end of the day, I know that we've been out there on the, on the ground, yeah. bootstraps. Yeah. But again, in order for change, in real change in community, we're going to have to move policy. We're going to have to make changes. We're going to have to put political leaders right. in position, such as yourself. Yeah, I'm talking about <laughs> the new mayors and the new councilmen. We, we sitting at the table. Yeah. Yeah. This is us. So when we talk about the West End, who's the next person that's going to be running for office for this district? We don't have to wait till the older generation do it. That's Kenny. That's you, Sean. You know what I'm saying? Who knows this community better than y'all do? Who didn't build this community better than y'all do? So what it is, that's, that's the change. That's the, that's the change that we need. We need pe people in position and in positions of power. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the protesters, as you can see, on the ground moving, how much money and funding came to the city off the back of that? Right. Let's talk about it. How many millions of dollars have came into this city of Louisville because they assumed that the protesters tore some stuff up? They don't want to talk about that. <laughs> they don't want to talk about that. They don't want to talk about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But again, people sit there, all oh, the protests are this, but a lot of people got diversity and equity divisions at their company right. because yeah. of the protesters. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But they don't want to, but again, but who's investing in the in the broken men, the, the few men that was out there yeah. protesting, who's investing in them? So is that part of the offering that you put out yeah. like mental health? Mental health. Mental health, mental health for men, mental health for people, having conversations, knowing where to go get help, making it where it's not, you know what I mean, taboo to talk about therapy. Yeah, you hit 
You know what I mean? And then holding y'all friends accountable. Yeah. Like, bro, if you see your friend going on the deep end, it ain't like, just let him handle that. He's a man. Now it's like, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because then, it's because that's just because as a culture, that's the way we've been, that's how we raised. But again, so, I'm trying right now, again, moving forward, my, my project is getting people their voting rights back. If you are a, a formerly incarcerated individual, uh, now, you know, it's been a law passed that you can now vote. But how yeah. many black men know that? Yeah. Yeah, we're going into the jails getting people to register to vote. What do you have to do to, to begin? I mean, I don't know. Reclaimky.org. <laughs> check your status. Check, check your status. Check your status and see if you know people who's been incarcerated, who ain't voted, go to reclaimky.org and figure out all you got to do, your name, your information, and you on the register to see if you got your voting rights yeah. back. And that's it. Simple. So would you say, because I hear the politics, even as you talk, is that a lane that you would want to go in? Or would Listen, you, like he mentioned Oprah earlier, he spoke that into, into I, like, I don't know what like God doing with me. <laughs> I, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is there a price for the young girls to join the mentor program? Is there a, uh, we, no, we, we wanted to all be free. That's what we, where donations and, you know what I'm saying, funding comes in. We don't want girls to have to pay to have a mentor. You know what I mean? So how do we donate? I mean, how do you donate? You can donate from 5050mentoringcollab.org, and I give you that information. Our friends on Nicole.com, it has all that information on there as well. But, uh, but yeah, back to what we were saying. Back to what we were saying. What was like all of the above. All of the above. No, seriously, honestly, I don't know. Like I said, if, if, I'm just going on the path that God say just go. Yeah, if he just yeah. say go, yes, I had big dreams. I wanted to do TV. I wanted to have my own talk show. I wanted You'll to, be perfect for you it. know, do. Yeah. I want to do all of that. But again, God said, but your people need you real yeah, quick. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then I start having dreams of like Harriet Tubman and stuff saying, go get the people, free the people, free, free the people. And I'm just like Harriet Rosa. I won't be, I won't be on Real Housewives of Atlanta. You know what I mean? Like, but, but, but. Again, Again, they said you have to do this, and, and people have asked me to, to run for office. But again, I don't know none about this. I'm for, not to say like it, it ain't been my world. I don't know none about no politics, but I'm learning. But anything that I'm learning, I'm going to tell my people. So if it it's, seems like it's not applicable, like how you mentioned, if you're formally incarcerated, you can now go vote. Yeah, that is policy. That That's policy. That yes. That's why people don't really talk about politics because it doesn't really impact us yep. directly yep. all the time. So. Yeah. Maybe other ways, like what you're doing, is the way to impact, like directly with the people. Directly impact the people. We're doing this. Yeah, we're going yeah. to barbershops. The next, yeah. we're doing our, uh, our barbershop tour that'll start uh, this Saturday, actually September the 24th, and it'll go all the way until October the 8th, where we're popping up at different barbershops. And I just want it to be a, a barbershop like, like we're doing now, yeah. of men. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, do you even know what the mayor do? Right. Do you know what the councilman do? Man, I don't. Do you know what the governor do? I'm just saying. Just but like a, but again, <laughs> starting with that basic information. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, on social media. I, we're doing a whole campaign where it's everyday people like ourselves. Yeah. Getting on there saying, hey, how does me vote and then why does it affect me? Because I want to say if you're a black man and you have issues with child support, housing, this and that. This is what this these are the people. If you in your neighborhood and in, in the street potholes, this is the this is the person that's responsible for that. But I want information that affects us. Yeah. 
That's the disconnect. That's it. That's the disconnect. Yeah. People and don't make, know how it affects them. Like, like yeah, why yeah. we yeah. vote? How does my vote affect Like, me? most black yeah. men, like, why we vote? It, don't, it ain't gonna matter. We still right. Kentucky. Like yes. Yes. They're not young. Ja'Cory's the youngest one. Mm. You know what I mean? And the, no no disrespect to, to the elders and the people that, that, you know, allow us to stand off their shoulders. But again, we need to be in position. These people are retiring. They want to move on with their life. Honey. They ain't not worried about the issues that really affect yeah. us. The you, old guard is still the, in place. That's it. But who? It's like Game of Thrones. Like, what you, gotta, you said? You gotta, like, what's the succession? Well, I'm serious, but it's like even with them because, again, we from Louisville. We all, you know, know what a gatekeeper is. Yeah. We've all been conditioned. Once I get it, it's mine. Yeah. Nobody can get it, and I ain't right sure, and I ain't right tell. We all as a culture, so everybody's responsible for that. But so you got the gatekeepers in when you have new leaders come in, like who she thinks she is? She don't fit the norm. She don't wear well, right. you know, she don't talk like we talk. She, but it's a different day and age. It is. You feel like yeah. Charles, Ja'Cory, Keisha Dorsey's, all of these people, I, I mean, are just amazing. But again, they took that leap of faith. Again, yeah. I don't want to jump into uh, to politics, and I don't even know. Right. Like I'm. Right. This is my. This is my training. Greatest impact. Greatest yeah. Impact. This. This is. I'm, this, yeah. I'm. I'm training right now. Yeah. But I'm seeing like, oh my God. Okay. Well, who's next after me? You know what I mean? Who's in position after me? Who? Am, who am I literally taking up under my wing and saying? That's a mentorship program you got. But we all have to be yeah. responsible. Whether that's a yeah. little cousin, yeah. whether that's our kids, whether that's somebody outside of our norm. But it's like black men. Who are you taking? What other black men, black uh, little boy, do you have that's up on your wing? And they hard headed because we all were. You feel me? Yeah. But what impact are you doing? Whether it's saying, "Come on, Brown Ray, pick your room, Ray, go ride around, Ray, go shoot some hoops." Yeah. Simple stuff. Some we Ray go have some coffee. Do you know how to change a tie? Do you know how to, you know, check your battery? These are basic yeah. skills that these boys have not been taught. We can blame the parents, but with the parents are going to blame the system. Yeah. There was nothing in place for them to be better parents, so that's a whole nother, but you know. Maybe I went for like men, men, 50-50 mentorship. But no, but let me tell you, this, it's a good story. I, I always do girls, and I shared this with you, and I probably haven't really shared this publicly nowhere honestly <laughs> but not only like doing like protests and things like that that um that are impactful to our community it hits home too i'm you know my family my situation and things that go on in my family is affected by the violence that goes on too you know mm -hmm. what i mean so sometimes when people say it's the environment and it is the environment but sometimes we as leaders mentors aunties have really did everything we could do to make sure these kids have a creative path we know right. when we wanted to do something we was younger we did it yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so again even with me you know doing everything and mentoring my own family situation my nephew right now is incarcerated mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. by making a bad choice you feel what i'm saying mm -hmm. one bad choice changed his life ain't never got in trouble ain't never you know what i mean He's a little bad little, little yeah. kid, but not yeah. nothing to yeah. a, a serious crime. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But again, I know his attention long for like father. You know what I mean? I'm the you know he has a great support system. You know, great group of women, family members that he can look up to. But like it was never figure. no father figure. Yeah. So he was searching. I can't be there for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And in his search and in, you know and on his journey, he got you know made a choice and made a decision. Now it cost him his you know what I mean? Yeah. Almost his life. Yeah. Yeah. He may get a second chance when he gets out, but what he's you know exposed to while he's in there, you know, it's just a whole lot that comes with that. Right. But again, so being careful, it's like we gave him everything. I was at soccer practice, football practice, t-ball, everything, showing up at school, teacher parent conferences, sitting in the classroom, whooping in the classroom, the whole nine yards. 
But again, I played all of that. But again, you know, at 15 years old, as every 15-year-old on the block, you know what I mean? He didn't grow up in the West End. He grew up in the South. But he wanted to hang in the West End because that was, you know. So the summer they're not going to school, the summer they got free time, what they doing? You know, and then that again, not keeping him occupied, cost him his, you know what I'm saying, his life, you know, and cost somebody else's life. Mm. You know, so again, my why is a little different. My why is I right. got to, right. you know what I mean? Right. So again, it's like all these changes and systems that come into play has to happen. But again, wherever God leads me, leads me. So if he leads me to the TV, yeah. to, to, I know what it be to lift the people, regardless of what it is. Right. And if he leads me into the political form to educate the people, then that's just what I do too. That's you know right. what I mean? That's but again, all of these plays are roles, and I just don't want people to box me in. I hate that. Right. If you know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. Right. I don't know what I want to do. Whatever I do, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You can't, don't box me in because it's like whatever my gift and my calling is at the moment. It could be for a season. Yeah, yeah. I, yep. I got to do my assignment. Yep. And right now my assignment is educating the people, educating the people on policies, educating the people on politics, and uplifting future leaders. That's yeah. a role. Yep. That's a role. Yep. 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 What do I have next? Entrepreneur standpoint. I got you. Entrepreneur standpoint, what I have next. Right now, currently with Angle Selfie Museum, what I'm doing right now is I am looking for community partnerships. It within the Angle Selfie Museum. So we have these rooms, but I'm looking for corporate sponsorships. So, say for instance, you work at a financial institution. We have a room that's a money room that's covered with money and everything else. So as kids come in again on these Mondays and Tuesdays that were closed down, I want to curate that room with your business in mind, with your financial institution in mind. So once they're in there, again, like I said, once they're in there, they're in there. But I'm constantly branding purposes. But I want uh, companies to sponsor rooms. So right now we have... Um, uh, sending our sponsorship packets and letters out to organizations and companies. If y'all work for some, y'all know some people that might be interested in giving some sponsorship, please tell us. And so we're uh, changing out the rooms. So right now I want to be able to have another pop-up shop in Lexington and have another one in Cincinnati. Okay. You know what I mean? And then when it's Black History Month, have all the rooms focused on black history. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it costs money to switch out these rooms. It costs money to change these rooms. So, And then also educate myself, educating the mentors. So I need other people to come in. We talk about financial literacy. We talk about all that. We play the role, like we know. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. In, the, in the black community, what we do, they say fake it till you make yeah. it. But again, that has, that has hurt us more yeah, than anything, yeah, you know? Yeah. So again, continue to educate uh, they are but but <laughs> but at the end of the day they they do that not knowing that it's hurting them more than yeah. you know what i mean than anything so yeah so people like such as yourselves and 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 um and you know just putting the word out there that's next for me but right now you know aside from that i am working on a project like for nicole like i want to tell the story like you know what i mean i want to tell the story uh um of what actually happened behind the scenes of uh civil unrest and the mm. protests in 2020. Yeah, i yeah. want to talk about the the good the bad and the ugly that they don't talk about you know yeah, what i mean yeah i've had the opportunity to work with some amazing leaders you yeah. know what i'm saying amazing organizations nationally internationally and locally but what does that look like for black women working together Cause it wasn't always, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, you yeah. know, it wasn't. But again, you know, telling the stories. So right now, I'm working on a book to where we're going to include uh, different people are going to have different chapters of, you know, their experience and what that looked like. To, to, again, back to what we were saying earlier, I have to tell my own story. 
I can't wait for anybody else to, you know what I mean, to tell and narrate my story mm -hmm. and other people's story because they, these are the stories they're not going to talk about on, on Time Magazine mm -hmm. or on, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. they, they need to hear it. But again, we're still in it. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's hard to like put a yeah. pause on it and say, okay, well now we're going to sort. It's like, it's so many layers. It's, it keeps going and it keeps going, but it's like, okay, so what we want to focus on? We want to focus on, you know, so all that stuff comes into play, but at the same time, it's just like getting our stories out. But again, it's so, it's traumatizing. So when you start talking about it, because I've been going since 2020 nonstop, I ain't had time to sit in it. You know what I mean? You sit in it, you be like, you'll lose your mind. Cause you'll be, you know what I mean? You'll become, so again, just taking the time when that time is. So we're writing our story out now. Okay. Every, every author, you know what I mean? I mean, every person that's, that's coming on board, we're writing our yeah. own story. And as we write, we're working with a, co a company that's helping us piece our story together. And then we're going to put it in a book form and we're going to just, you know, yeah. get out there and get out there to the like mess. Mini documentary. Hey, that part. Yes. What Listen, what about now? And we've, and I've actually, it's, I got a documentary that's about to come out on Netflix. It's right. called, uh, yep, it's, it's about the uh, Freedom Fighters, the bus rides okay. that they had. So they was comparing that to now. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we met, they had yeah. this big old bus that came through Louisville, would look like an old 1960s bus. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and so they telling their stories and then also bridging that gap because we don't want the other people that already paved the way to act like right, we don't care right, about what they right, did, you right, know. So right. it's like yesterday, uh, Senator Neil, Gerald Neal had a birthday party at his house. And I was like, okay, you know, I know all the aunties and uncles was going to be there, you know what I mean? But again, sitting down, I'm a granny's girl. So sitting down having conversation with the elders and the aunties, yeah. I'm here for it because I'm like, so what did y'all do yeah, yeah, doing yeah, the simple yeah, rides? Yeah, yeah. And what happened when y'all got blocked on Ninth Street? And why is that even called the Ninth Divide? Where did that really come from? You know? They might have some strategies for you. They got strategy. Yeah, strategy, yeah. They, even yeah. though, you know, they want you to... Not say, you know how it is, because you know we want our respect too when the kids come, like, huh, excuse me. So they we gotta <laughs> we gotta give them that. You know what I mean? But sometimes during the protest that wasn't the connection, it was a disconnect. Yeah. They felt like some of our stuff was too radical, as probably when they was growing up, their parents thought it was too radical too. You know, but it's like we in the we're on the streets, but we in the boardrooms and in courtrooms yeah. making decisions too. So how can we all come together to make that happen? Yeah. Miss Mary Wood's a legend. She's a legend. It's so crazy because I, I feel her spirit like coming down this street. You know what I'm saying? My granny lived on the next block. So, you know, she was always a person, um, you know, who was about her community. If anybody knows my granny before she got, you know, sick, she would travel. She would catch the bus. She would go to nursing homes. She would visit the sick. She would do all that. Like, yeah. that was already instilling us, like, making sure we do our part. You know what I mean? She had us doing a lot of things. So she has been a great inspiration. And I know she would be, like, super proud, you know, of me and everything that took place in, in 2020. You know what I mean? Before she, you know what I mean, uh, you know, lost her memory and stuff like that, she always supported and showed up to anything I did. If y'all ever came to any of my brunches, y'all know my <laughs> granny was there, you know, 80-something years old, driving it like it's hot. You know what I'm saying? But she loved it. If anything, she was so proud of you know her children her grandchildren but uh you know again with the women in my family and all the support that i have i think that's why i'm able to be as passionate about community because i have that support yep 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 uh let me see tell the people shout out to the bro 
God, continue to follow this this podcast, amazing podcast. But also, if you haven't registered to vote, get out and register to vote. If you know someone who was formerly incarcerated, who may not know that they have their rights back, please, please, please have them go to reclaimky.org and just check your status, all right? Be looking for, I guess, events and things that I do. You can follow me on social media at Friends of Nicole on Facebook, Friends of Nicole also on Instagram, and be sure to tell a family and friend to come at Angles Selfie. Angles Selfie, angleselfie.com. Thank you. Boom. Oh, no, one more question. <laughs> you, mentioned, you mentioned in the beginning that you work with young ladies and uh-huh. girls. Uh-huh. Trying to get them, uh, I guess, you know, involved. Yes. What, where do you do this? I mean, do you do it online? No, it's or? in the schools. Okay. You saying, you saying, where do I work at with the girls? Yes. Inside of JCPS. So right now, excuse me, I contract with JCPS. So I service about, well, starting October the 1st, I'll probably be about five schools. Five different schools, central included, and and I do I come there once a week, and I do a, a group uh, mentoring session once a week. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I do, I do Juniors and seniors. Mm-hmm. I do have a question as well. Okay. Okay. What advice would you give to young girls going up in society today, um, and what advice would you give your younger self? Mm. Mm. Okay, Teron. Could I see myself here? Yes. I could see myself here. I, I I knew that, you know, early on that I was destined for greatness. I you know, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up. You know what I mean? As they always say. But I would tell any girl, any young girl, any young black girl of color to use your voice. You know what I'm saying? Use your power. Don't let anybody silence you. Your voice matters. You know, at the end of the day, use that for good. You know, uh, educate yourself. You know, what you don't know, go find out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Align yourself with, uh, up with like-minded individuals who think like you. You are who you hang with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even though, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, some of your friends might be doing, you know, other things that you might not agree with, but stand up. Yeah. Have a voice. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. be unapologetically black about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. don't forget yeah. who you are Absolutely. as a black queen Absolutely. and respect yourself. As far as me, I would say, you know, uh, Continue keeping God first is first and foremost for me. You know what I mean? I'm an innovator. I'm a creator. I like, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, to influence the masses and, and do it in a positive way mm-hmm. and do it in my way. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Uh, so the future is bright for me. You know what I mean? I speak things out into the universe, and I just hope that, you know what I'm saying, God just brings it back to me if it's meant for me. That's and right. what ain't meant for me, Amen. let it go. Amen. You know what I mean? Amen. Amen. <laughs> and let it go. So I'm excited about the future. It's scary. It's scary for all of us. But hopefully I will give some bit of hope not only to young girls but to people of our generation too. Just because we, you know, in our careers and we 40, may have been married, had kids, can write a book and all that other stuff. But at the end of the day, you still have time to reinvent yourself as well. If there is a career path that you want to follow who you, you know, do it. It's never too late. It's never too late. Like, don't, don't have anybody put you in the box as well, especially black men. You know what I mean? We need you. And regardless of what society tries to say or how society try to say that we don't, as black women, we do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And again, as as we we learn a little bit more about you, hopefully you learn a little bit more about us. And then we could, you know what I'm saying? We can we can put that foundation yeah. in the kids. Yeah. So when I have the conversations with the kids, I'm bringing in males to talk to females. 
You know what I mean? To a certain degree. Because at first, I would have all females come in. But again, as a young yeah. girl, we're yeah. always seeking that fatherly yeah. figure. Yeah. I have when I didn't think I could, you know, reach young boys. But when I came in last year and I, I had my first two groups of black boys, I'm like, oh my God, I want to put them. They're yeah. my baby. Because we have that motherly instinct to where the teachers, they couldn't, they couldn't get to these boys. My my group of boys, it was five, it was seven boys in my classroom. Out of the seven boys, four of my boys had been shot. Mm. You know what I mean? Two of my boys didn't make it back to school this year. Two of them locked up, two of them got shot. So you know what I mean? Like this is, but again, they call Miss Nicole. I want you to know I made a bad choice, but I, I you know, I, I understood what you were saying. I yeah, hear you. Yeah. Those things, you know, it, it brings chills to your body because it's like, oh, y'all listen. But when we was in class, they was able to share, they was able to open up as if I brought a male person in and they'd be like, who this, you know, who is, you think he yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They get defensive, so I break them down so then I can open them up to you. But like, this is, this is bruh. Yeah. You know, yeah. She, she has yeah. a presence. She, already, she has a presence. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Last week, we did Griff, Carol Griffin. Mm-hmm. Where she's a legend in Louisville. Mm-hmm. And we were thinking about who can we get as a guest. And it's hard to follow a legend. So we got to get Nicole. You got an essential hey. legend. Another legend. Another legend. Thank you. And we want to say we want to just, you know, thank you for your time. Yep. Yeah. Appreciate you. People have a routine. Appreciate it. 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 App